The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 171st episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And for tonight's podcast, we'll be discussing Elden Ring, Halo's mid-seasons update, Call of Duty Vanguard Season 2, Destiny the Witch Queen expansion, and uh, we'll also be covering what shows we are watching. So we have a lot to cover, and we have Valiant on, so we're going to get right into things. Uh, first up, Valiant, thank you for being on. I know you're excited about this episode because uh, your baby has an expansion tomorrow, and you're all set for it. Yes, rumor has it that uh, tomorrow something is going to happen in the Destiny universe. So I want to make sure that I'm there for that. Are they going to finally make it entertaining? Yeah, right? <laughs> If if Destiny was not such a grind, I would happily play it. Yeah, I mean it's true. But, you know, cue the uh, the Rocky music. But I'm actually not drinking anything tonight because I'm I'm like in training for the beginning. I'm like in the like dun 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 dun, dun, dun and so I'm uh, just not going to have any alcohol or anything because I got to be all ready for for tomorrow for launch or to to basically wait and cue to get into the game so that I can enjoy it. So you're you hydrating. And yep, eating carbohydrates. I got carbo loading. Yep, yep. Some some carbs. I I ate some of that. I got my Canada Dry seltzer here. I'm I'm all ready to go. There you go. All right. Solus is uh, our other guest for this episode. How you doing? What you playing? And what you drinking? I'm doing all right. Same as always. I'm playing a host of different games: Rainbow Six Extraction, Aliens Elite Fire Team. Cyberpunk. Yeah, those three are the only ones I can think of, but just kind of a bunch of different games at the moment. How is that um, Aliens Elite Fireteam? Because, I mean, Aliens is... The second Alien movie is my is my favorite, one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time. I downloaded it and tried it solo, and it was it seemed all right, but I didn't get deep into it. It's a lot of fun with people. So I've been playing with Bjorn and his brother and another one of his friends. So that makes it a lot of fun. But yeah, solo, it's not nearly as fun. But yeah, it's definitely fun with other people. And it's, since it's got partial cross-play support, I'm able to play with him when he's on the Xbox. I just had to get the game on Game Pass because I had it on Steam. He's like, oh, there's cross-play. And then I tried to make it work, but you can't play with Steam on Xbox. You have to get the Microsoft Game Pass version, and then you can play with the people on Xbox. Does that save your progression for both games or like if you would go back? No, to the Steam I version? actually had to figure out and do a deep dive into the interwebs to find out how to pull my steam save and transfer it to the game pass, which I was able to do it and I got it to work, saved everything. So I was happy. There you go. There you go. And what you drinking? Dr. Pepper. 
Dr. Pepper. Oh, my <laughs> Nothing special. I, I don't know. I haven't felt like drinking in a really long time. I don't know. I'll make you game with some GRG members. That'll change your mind. That's true enough. Just just give me a good couple of rounds in Warzone with Giddy and fuck. There you go. You'll be doing meth. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Once again, my name is Lala Calamari. I am not playing anything that gives me joy, so we're not going to go into that. <laughs> it's the standard same old bullshit. And I am drinking Brooklyn Breweries Lager. So it's it's a regular standard beer. I didn't know what to get the beer store, um, and my kid came home and drank all my good shit. So this is kind of like a backup beer. You know what you need to do? You should download the new Lost Ark game and play it. If I had a PC with a gaming card, I would. I would. It's like a super old game. You don't even need anything special to play it. I have a, a Lenovo ThinkPad business class with uh, Ubuntu Linux running on it. God damn it. Buy a PC. <laughs> I, I, I have a PC. I'm fine. I, just, I don't care. I got the Xbox. And you're not happy. You literally just said you're not playing anything you enjoy. Well, no. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, if I if I did get a gaming PC, I'd probably have to install Star Wars Old Republic and Guild Wars 2, and I'd probably fall down one of those rabbit holes. So that's I'm just not sad. prepared to do that. <laughs> have you tried playing like Rainbow Six Extraction with anyone or something like uh, that? No, I, I have not. Um, I was going to, and then I got called into the Call of Duty room, and yeah, then I kicked my dog afterwards. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> well, let us know. Several of yeah. us are playing it. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, for this episode's rant, I really don't have anything. F- um, I mean, sure, I can go and rant about the state of current AAA titles and how sad they are. Um, but that's kind of just being a broken record at this point. How many more times can we bitch about a game? Releasing updates only to break other shit in the game. The one thing funny for uh, for Call of Duty, I have a gun that you put a stock on it, it and it goes through my character and it's sticking out the back of his back. It's it's not even right. It's like, how does this get past QA? It's literally their brand new gun you get at the Battle Pass level 30. It's their featured gun for the season and it doesn't even display right, but... I'm not going to go on about it. It is what it is. <laughs> it's Call of Duty, and I, I can go about Halo. I can go about all of them, and it's just whatever, right? You're suggesting that Activision has a QA department, and that's just hilarious. Yeah. I'm not suggesting anything. I'm suggesting that it's sad how poorly built these games are. It's all of them. All of them are just garbage. I don't feel like talking about it anywhere. You talk about it every single time, and it's just... it's really sad (laughs) i want to trigger you but i'll be nice no i can't be triggered today i can't be triggered today all right let's get into gaming geek news up first there is a uh, little rpg game coming out that i know a lot of the nerds in grg are excited for and that's called elden ring that comes out the 25th of this week so it's that thursday thursday right did i get my math right no, it's Friday. 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 Um, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm a mess today. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And what is Elden Ring? It's an action RPG set in the dark fantasy world. I do know there is no crossplay, which I found very interesting because everybody does that now. Um, there is cross-gen play. So if you have it on Xbox and you want to play with someone on the Series S or X, you can. Same with PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5, but that's about it. Are any of you guys looking to get this title? I know it's pretty hot with some of the members of GRG. Yeah, uh, I might. I don't know yet. It's it's like labeled as an easier Dark Souls. And uh, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, George R. R. Martin actually helped with it. He provided material for the game setting and stuff. So, Oh, yeah, yeah. I did remember seeing that. That's a nice little tidbit. Maybe maybe it'll be good, at least story-wise, up until the point where he stopped writing anymore about the story. <laughs> and then it goes to shit. <laughs> too soon. Still too soon. You know what? Nothing <laughs> gets me more mad than how bad that show got. So, like, for the first, what, five seasons, it was great. The, the six, seven, and eight were trash. And Here's the thing. Game if of they Thrones ended it well... Amazing. You would have six and seven. You wouldn't say anything about it if eight didn't like totally go off the rails. Yeah, six and I mean the Battle of the Bastards was in uh, season six, and I thought that was pretty good. You know, I well, think that, that that battle was pretty good, but the, the stories and all the other nonsense kind of got it got a little off the rails. But the, that battle was amazing. So I'm saying that if if they handle, I mean, again, we're we're digressing into old shit. Like we keep going back to the well on these things, I guess. But it just hurts because I really think that if George was involved in closing that story off, and maybe that's the reason why he hasn't written the books, because he's like, I don't know. I know how it's supposed to end. I just don't know how to write it yet. But that's not it. All I mean, it's kind of like we, we can pick seven or eight different things that would have been better if they never made them. And that last season is one of those. It just... It would have been better if they never if, it, if they ended season six as a cliffhanger and never made season uh, eight, seven and eight even. Yeah. And then what they did do. Left it up to your imagination. Yep. <laughs> right. Like a Sopranos uh, ending. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it just hurts so bad. And it does. Yeah. You know what gets me? Uh, and I'll, I'll move on after this, but uh, I'll be browsing YouTube, just watching mindless videos and like some game of Thrones clips come up and if you watch like the earlier seasons like the dialogue the set pieces the uniforms they wear the, the costumes i guess you would they would wear but the dialogue between the characters it was just so smart and so well done and then you watch like um the last three up the last season and you're like what the fuck it's like that dragon meme you have like the drag the two the hydra and it has like the two dragons they look Big, bad, and mean, and then the rest <laughs> right, dragon's the like goofy. <laughs> that's like season eight, you know. That's but <laughs> exactly. It's the it's the Titan, you know, the the Destiny uh, Titan, of the, like dude. I don't know, and it and and it's like uh, you know Tyrion Lannister, right? Like he was the like smartest dude in town, and then his the writing in the last season was like. He seemed like a clown. I'm like, yeah, they, just, I think he was on meth or, or coke or something. I don't know. Heroin. No, it was the writing. There's no way. It the writing was horrible. And I mean, like it, it just hurt. And you know what's funny is, remember, I, I don't know if I told you this back then, but I like binge watched the whole thing. As I watched like 
the first three seasons and then I hadn't seen a bunch. And then I like, I got HBO again and I watched the whole thing through just to get caught up that second half of season eight when it dropped. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of sad. Yep. I was. Well, root rumor has it to continue on that trend. Not that, you know, we're getting at ourselves, but, uh, you know, the HBO is going to put out the prequel that George was not George RR Martin was pretty much not involved in. They they're not only going to release it, but I did see, or I did see some news on that where they finished filming it. So I guess it goes into post production and all the CGI I, shit. I think it's it's yeah. going to be a 2022 release. Yeah. So. Uh. All right. Well, let's let's move along. Let's because you're going to kill us with uh, Destiny stuff. I'll, we're I'll not do gonna my get best sidetracked more. To keep we're it entertaining. Get, <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna. No, oh, I'm just teasing. I don't want to get the time restraints. Cyberpunk 2077 released a 1.5 update, and this was, I believe, the next gen console version of it. Is that correct, Grim? Yeah, that is correct. It was a 50 gig update, roughly. It varies for console and platform and whatnot, but it was a massive freaking update. And it it added way more than I'm willing to note because I don't want to be here all night. But, I mean, it's got like two or three pages of additions, patches, fixes. It added, of course, next-gen support for the newer consoles to get up to like 4K and 60 frames, ray tracing, stuff like that. Then, of course, it added new content, free DLC stuff, and then they just a huge improvement on, let's see, combat AI, crowd improvements. They redid the driving. They redid gameplay with balances and combat. Your quick hacking. NPCs act, react differently and better to situations. Like it used to be like you could point a gun at an NPC and they just keep walking down the road. Now they start reacting and getting scared. Uh... Fuck. UI improvements, over 30-some quest improvements and changes, open worlds. Yeah, it's just a freaking list that goes on and on. So this is pretty much the state it should have been released in from the get-go. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This is the thing that they said, hey, we're going to get to that someday. This sounds like it's someday. Yeah, it is uh, much more improved. Funny enough, of course, I... Got the patch the same day it came out and started playing. And I was running on medium, none of that ray tracing and stuff after the patch came out. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. I mean, it runs good. I was getting 60 to 70 frames. And then like two days later, another patch got released. And now I can run on high at 70, 80 frames. So I don't know what they're doing, but they started doing stuff right. And it looks good. Driving is definitely better. And it's I a shame they didn't so. wait this long because, you know, releasing the game now, there's there's not many titles out there, so they would probably still sell. It's kind of like a dead time. And they would have had their shit together. They kicked it so many times before, you know, if they just said, hey, we're going to delay it two more years. Because that we're about, we're about that point, right? It was supposed to be like fall of 19 or something. Yeah, it was a long ass spring time. spring of 20. Yeah. Like February 20 or something. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess we could have waited. It would be about two years, right? Two years ago that it finally released. Did we kick it two years and I don't know. 
maybe if they knew a pandemic was going to hit and the effect on gaming, they uh, they kicked it two years and who cares? Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure. See, I, I wonder if it still would have helped or if they still re- would have released a version they thought was really good and it still didn't quite, well, it still would get shit on. It's one of those, it's, it's a No Man's Sky situation. Release a game that didn't have everything in it and slowly over time they fix it and it gets better and better. Like No Man's Sky just got another big ass update that I completely forgot about. That yeah, I mean that game went from rock bottom to like it is it is up there as one of the most popular games now. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the new model of release it unfinished and keep fixing it over time. Okay, No Man's Sky had a hell of a lot more promises that they put in that weren't in there than just about any other game. It got beat down with a rock and then kicked off a mountain, but it crawled its way back up. So I think any game can do it, although I don't think that's a good business model <laughs> to advertise things that you never put in. Will Anthem be able to do it? Oh, wait, no. they. All right. Don't be a dick, <laughs> okay? I, I, that's a sore spot for me because I really loved Anthem, and you just got to go and beat me down. <laughs> no, I loved that game, too. I actually did. It hurt me almost as much as Game of Thrones. It, on the gaming side, it's the gaming equivalent. Yeah, really, Lala's opinions don't count because he fucking still plays Call of Duty. Best game ever. And Best says stupid ever. shit like that. That's why his opinions never matter. <laughs> oh, speaking of updates, uh, Halo has a mid-season update. Their season is like 8 million days long. This is ridiculous. I think we're still like 70 days till the next season. Uh, I don't understand. But... um. So that's coming out this week. So it hasn't come out yet. It's coming out this week. And they're working on improvements to multiplayer. They're targeting uh, to reduce rubber banding. And they're adding like data gathering instances to try to track why people feel like they're getting shot around corners and stuff like that. And this happened to me, I know, in game. Um, One of the last times I played it, I'm like dodging back between a pillar and shooting somebody. I'm behind the pillar. All of a sudden, I fall over dead. There's no way this guy could see me because I'm completely blocked. But, I mean, usually shit like that only happens in Call of Duty where you get shot around corners. But Halo is a little bit more precise. So they are working on that. They're adding uh, tools in to gather more information on that. (laughs) But they are working to reduce rubber banding and improve multiplayer. Uh, They've done some campaign improvements. Uh, Some of the things they're working on are to resolve some issues with achievements unlocking. and. The other issues when you do the uh, quick resume for Halo, it doesn't track your your um, achievements and doesn't load stuff in properly. So they're they're going to be fixing that. They're also got some anti cheat improvements, which is great because I've seen some horrifying videos on YouTube of people playing Tactical Slayer, which is uh, the old SWAT game mode. It's headshots only, one shot kills, and people be in there with cheats, just bang, 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 and cleaning up the lobby it's it's out of control so um they will be working on that so we expect to see that this week i don't know how big it is they didn't say how big the the file will be but that'll be out this week for those that play halo i i still play it a little bit i play a few games a week level up my battle pass and shoot people and teabag them 
Moving along, we'll go into the Call of Duty news. This is Solus's favorite part of the show. He loves when I bring in this stuff. That's why I keep doing it. Vanguard Season 2 just dropped. And you can get a whole new battle pass. You can get all sorts of fun things. So one of the things they did, since they delayed it, they gave out some freebies to, to players. So you get a, uh, a player skin, two weapon blueprints, and 11 tier skips right off the bat. Plus, they gave you double XP for the weekend <laughs> because they delayed it. The game's in a, a shitty state. So it's it's pretty funny. They're, they're they're gifting stuff to try to make people happy. Anyway, there's a whole new battle pass. It's full of shitty skins and stupid operators. I I really can't stand how Vanguard looks. Any of these player skins are just trash. Okay, so they did add a new game mode to Warzone called Caldera Clash, and I actually kind of like this one. This is a an extremely casual game mode. It takes place in a small part of the Caldera map, like a small circle. And it's it's basically TDM, Team Deathmatch, with two teams of 48 players. And you drop in, you shoot people, you respawn, drop in, shoot people. Uh, 450 kills or points or a 15-minute timer. And like I said, this is extremely casual. Like It's it's just a lot of fun just to kind of mess around with. It's kind of... It's not as sweaty as multiplayer can be or Warzone can be. And it's a perfect way to level up guns, especially with double XP, because you just run around, you grab these bounty contracts, which places a, a mark on somebody that you have to kill an enemy player, this certain player. And even if you pick up, you never see that player, someone else is going to shoot them. You get the credit for that. You get the XP for that. And I was ranking up all my shitty guns this weekend. There's one sniper I have, this uh, Type 99 sniper rifle that's garbage i it, it's absolute trash and i just ran around doing these things got it leveled up put it in the trash can and i'm done with it uh also what do we have for the season two we have some new maps casablanca and gondola both medium-sized map three lanes uh, i've played them they both play pretty well they have an upcoming game mode called arms race which will take place on their quote-unquote largest map to come it's a vehicle-heavy map. Tanks, motorcycles, I guess planes and shit like that will all be in this game mode. And it seems like it's like a mini Battlefield game. They had this before in Modern Warfare. And was it Modern Warfare or was it um, Cold War? I forget. Anyway, that's coming. It's like a mini ba- Battlefield game mode. Uh, they also are, with the Battle Pass, you will get three if. No, you get two new weapons. You get the KG M40 assault rifle, the Whitley LMG. Both are okay for multiplayer. I don't know how they work in Warzone just yet. Uh, but later in the season, you'll be able to unlock an ice axe and a, some other SMG. I don't. They haven't announced it yet. Uh, they added some new perks to the game. Um, armory perk will arrive as a direct counter to the engineer perk and is said to be ideal for players who use more equipment such as demolition charges, concussion mines, and placeable field equipment pieces. The other perk is mechanic, and it is meant to be a buff to the field upgrade charge time, making it useful for players who love to use field upgrades. And they added in a new kill streak, the ball turret gunner, and it's a kill streak that came from Call of Duty World War II. And you fly in a plane in one of those ball guns, and you just shoot the shit out of all the enemy players on the ground. Very exciting. 
So did you get the season two battle pass, uh, Grim? I've no. never gotten a battle pass in that game ever. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're missing out. He's he's trolling you. But you know. <sighs> Where, what's your ad just again? Because there's a bunch of cows that <laughs> shit a lot that I'm just going to ship right to you. The cow shit. Oh, I got a dog that do all that. Oh, no. I just want you big old piles of cow chips just sent right to you. <laughs> I'll send you Grex's address. Yeah, so it's it's whatever. I mean, I play multiplayer to level up the guns, and that's about it. If I Warzone, they get frustrated and angry every night. So I got the battle die pass, of a heart attack. Already, like, level sixty. Yeah, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> It'd be one night. What happened to him? Warzone. Ah, another one. Warzone. Yeah, Warzone can be frustrating. I thought we had a win the other night or last night, and it just it didn't work out. It sucked. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Uh, strap on your seatbelts there, Krim. <laughs> We're in for a ride. <laughs> uh, Destiny 2, the Witch Queen expansion. It's Destiny's 2's newest expansion will be out by the time this podcast releases. And it comes out the Tuesday, the 22nd. So for us tomorrow, but it'll be out by the time this podcast is released. So, uh, can you real quick before you get into this? Can you give us like the Cliff Notes version of where we're at in the story, Valiant? Like, yeah, yeah. I I think most people that know anything about Destiny are familiar with Oryx. Oryx had two sisters, and Oryx. I'm gonna give you a spoiler from Destiny One. Oryx is dead. We killed him. Our guardian killed him. And his two sisters, one's a bit more warlike, her name's Zebo Arath, and then Savathun, they've been teasing Savathun forever. She's like smart, shifty, like trying, you know, just super, super sneaky, for lack of a better term. And uh, that is who is the Witch Queen. She is the uh, the chick that has now we believe outwitted us. We have no idea how we got from where the last season or the last year or the last few years have ended to her now having uh, a throne world. And she's taken over a whole bunch of shit and we don't know any of it. So basically the story that where we're starting is Savathun has a throne world and we're probably going to be told how that happened or, you know, all the bad things over the coming year. And that's my understanding is we're not even going to know by the end of this season, all of the things that transpired. Real quick. Um, Savathun, she wasn't that a, uh, what do they call it? The raids, not the raids, the uh, dungeons or the. So there was a the strike. Strikes. The strikes. Yep. That's what I meant. Uh, there was one on Titan called Savathun's song. Yes. And there was a shrieker there that was communicating that you know we come to believe with Savathun. And oh, there are, okay. you know, people in there, you know, are bad guys that were uh communicating or, you know, that said they were, you know, Savathun's left knuckle knight or something, you know, things like that in that strike. But that was kind of the there was a bunch of different little teaser elements to that. And and there are other places in the story we've been kind of given drips and drabs. But I think what's new and different now for Destiny 2 especially, but 
for anybody that hasn't really played Destiny 2, is a lot of the story is in-game. It's in the seasons. You don't have to read about it. You don't have to go pull up lore books. This shit is dropping in the season. You're going to see characters, you know, act it out, talk to you, do the thing. And so kind of like the, you're part of the story as opposed to hearing about the story. And uh, I think that's a pretty cool development in the seasonal model. Um, and I think the part that's kind of different for this year, which I don't know if you guys are asking the time of questions, but what's new and different is it used to be like we would be, you know, involved in a happening now as things unfolded or something's happening and we need to go deal with it. Right. Like, you know, uh, you know, call and, and go do a thing now things happened and we don't even know what happened. We've got to figure out how we got to there. So I think it's a first season that's like a complete mystery that we have to figure out like what what just happened. And I think that's the gist. That's where we start. So I think it's a pretty cool place to, you know, the first season that's like a complete mystery. So that's a very long answer to if you say quickly and that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's going to be your favorite question. And you've already answered this like a million times in chat and everywhere else. And which version should I buy? So, you know, I I talked a little bit. This is, could totally could be a rant by itself because Destiny and Bungie have done a terrible job with making it easy for people to know how to jump in. So... If you already have all the prior years and different expansions, it's basically a question of three different versions. Do you care about the seasons and the dungeons? If you don't, it's standard version. If you do care about you know dungeons and seasons, you want the deluxe. If you want all the dungeons, you want the dungeons plus, or I'm sorry, you want the deluxe version plus the uh, 30th anniversary edition. But here's where we add one more layer to this is that some of the prior years, if you didn't have Beyond Light, Forsaken, and uh, Shadowkeep, you can pay extra for that. It's an extra 30 bucks to get those past years. Um, and it used to be in Game Pass. So for me on my Xbox, I actually I didn't own them, surprisingly enough. I Those last two years, I had to buy those two years. And I had to buy the you know digital deluxe edition that with all the seasons and all the stuff in it but uh it is a little i think it's a little daunting for somebody that hasn't played the game to be like wait a minute i gotta drop 130 bucks if i want everything everything because that's kind of it if you haven't played the game at all and you want to have full access to everything it's gonna be a 130 dollar bill <laughs> that's crazy right that's crazy i yeah, that's that's rough. That's really rough. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. That's that's that's. I'm used to playing like Elder Scrolls Online, and they give you the well, you you buy the base game and you can play all that, and you have to buy the expansions. But usually throughout the year, they they include it with something else, or uh, even if you get the expansion for next year, if you pre-purchase, they'll toss in the old expansions with it. Like they 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 work stuff out so you know you have access to it. It doesn't cost you a million dollars, but yeah, it's a little that's a little rough. Yeah. And and it's the first time that they've separated the price for the dungeons because before it was like if you bought the game, whatever version of expansion or whatever you got, the dungeons came with it. So there's a few people that are a little little salty about having to buy the digital deluxe in order to get the uh 
Um, I mean, again, there's all kinds of cosmetics and whatever, but I think that people care more about the game stuff and what, you know, what's, uh, you know, gated off and uh, the dungeons are the dungeon, the seasonal content. You have to get the deluxe versions to get those things. I purchased the uh, standard. I figured, you know what, if I'm still playing it when battle pass or season pass comes out or if a dungeon comes, I'll just buy it then. And it's yeah, you can always buy it. it for silver or you know buy them individually you can go to you know uh you know the bungee store or right in game you can buy those things it's pretty easy to do there tends to be a you know economy of scale if you buy them up front but the principle is it should be super easy to know what i need to get to get into the game and they have never ever been good at that ever never ever unless it's like the you know brand new you know destiny 3 and there's no other things there's no like, hey, if I, it feels like you need a fucking flowchart. And, you know, and I, I'm not saying I don't make flowcharts, you know, in my day job. I'm just saying you shouldn't need it to play a game. No, no. And then since they're, especially since they're vaulting some of the content, you know, you, right. you don't even know where you're at. I don't even know how you like, if you were to pick up as a brand new player and you got into it now, like, can you even like go through the story? Cause they're vaulting stuff. Like, you can't well, even go through this stuff, right? There's a super baby, um, you know, new light campaign that's designed. It really is like, think of uh, the first, I don't know, four hours of uh, Destiny 1 condensed into like 30 minutes. Well, there you go. That's what the new light campaign is. So it kind of gives you a couple different little things. So you know what you are, your guardian, where the tower is, you know, what your ship is all about and all that bullshit. But sadly, I think onboarding players is not, it's like one of the, another worst thing, another terrible thing they do. So those of us have been playing forever, we get it. But like get new players in, unless you join a community like ours, or you know somebody else that plays that can kind of get you in, it's a steep learning curve of like story, gameplay, where to go to get shit. How do I get exotics? How do I do? How do I do a raid? How do I LFG? Like you name it. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I love the game, but there's some things it does not do well, and that's one of them. All right, I'm I'm afraid of going down this rabbit hole, but I, I have to ask. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, I'm just oh boy. So if you can give us the condensed answer, but <laughs> is any of my old junk even worth keeping? Like any of the stuff I have in my vault, or should I just dismantle everything? And just start collecting gear from this expansion on, like just just dump it all. And cause can you? I, I don't even know if I'll be able to upgrade anything. I don't even know what perks are good. Like, so I just nuke it all, get the materials, and move on with my life. Uh, I think you want to do the Marie Kondo method. If you love it, like if there's a thing that you love, keep it. But if there's something you've never used that's sitting in your vault and you've just never fucking used it, exotic or otherwise, dump it. Dump it. So I'm just going to dump everything then, because whatever's on my character, I, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'll be fine. I'm MLG. I can use any weapon, so I'm not too concerned. You'll find something, especially there's some one, new... One day I'll teach Souls Grim how to play like I do. I mean, he'll, he'll never get it. I'm trying to troll him. Y- yeah, you can try. <laughs> I'm, no. I, I, okay, he started talking Destiny, and I launched Cyberpunk. <laughs> And his eyes rolled into the back of his head. I I'm just doing casual. I'm like I'm waiting to hear my name in the background to see if I need to pay attention again. Because otherwise, I'm just gonna (laughs) let it ride. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna scrap all my stuff and start over. I'm not even worried about it. So I know Destiny is cross 
platform progression, but does it feature cross-play? Can I play with people with Sony and yep. vice versa? Okay. Yep. So all and that's can, cool. So anybody's anybody that plays Destiny, we can play with each other. It's true. Now, the one limitation on cross-play is you can't use Discord, which Sony people kind of have access to, but they don't have access to the you know Xbox chat. So that leaves in-game chat, and I don't know if you've, you know, ever experienced like, you know, uh, it's not party chat; it's like game chat, right? Game chat is pretty shitty in that game. Uh, it it just cuts in and out, and it's like the when you know, noise gating is so terrible. It just ugh. Um, so that's just one of the issues if you play with like a Stadia or a a Sony person. And and I have in uh, some things, but we don't have a lot of GRG members that are that. But on PC and Xbox, like we're solid. So yeah, yeah, you can game with kind of anybody and everybody. And then the only other limitation you might have to consider is uh, if you want to play on something different. Like, hey, look, I want to play on PC and on xbox or i want to play an xbox and playstation i don't know why you would but if you did you have to own it on both consoles you can't just buy it once so more money for bungie yeah there you go but i gotta see if it's going to fix my hdr brightness issue i logged into the game like two weeks ago i guess a week ago just to, to whatever look around i wanted to see actually if there was any updates or anything that would look better for the xbox series x i've never actually played destiny on xbox series x yet and everything was super dark and like i can't adjust the hdr brightness like hit the slider it doesn't really do much so i was reading on reddit and they suggested that i disable hdr my xbox start up destiny in 1080p then adjust the sliders in there because you get actual brightness and contrast sliders and then once you get to what you like exit the game re-enable hdr my xbox Fire up Destiny again. <laughs> like, oh, I, I don't know why I don't put all the sliders and stuff in when you have HDR. Uh, you know, the other thing that, that I ran into when I was on PlayStation, or I'm sorry, I never played on PlayStation, on PC and on Xbox, is the settings carry over. And there are some settings I want different on the PC than on the Xbox. And I have to, I'd have to change my settings every time. That's annoying. So rumor has it with this expansion, it allow you to um, have separate settings per platform. So if you play on multi-platform, you can, you know, my PC settings are my PC settings and my, you know, let's say I have mouse and keyboard or, um, you know, controller on the other, I'm inverted or whatever. Those things will be per platform uh, so that you can set it that way. It's not automatic, but you can set your settings, say, hey, I want this to stay with PC or stay with whatever. So. Not that you're going to play on multiple platforms, but it'll give you that option to kind of change your settings independently. I have one final question. Are Hunters still the best class in game? I mean, they always were, and I'm assuming they always will be, but does that still hold true? Uh, I think a lot of people agree with you. It's certainly in Crucible. Um, there is more. There are more Hunters in Crucible than there is uh, Warlocks and Titans. Not by uh, equal numbers, but it's certainly probably 40% or 40, more than 40% of all of what you find in Crucible are, are hunters. I think it's because they're just harder to hit because their jump is so goofy. They are just superior. They are just superior. That is, you know. True. Y yeah, yeah. 
That's the only class I've used. So I, I do one class, one class only. I don't put the time in like you guys, three classes run this, but that's crazy. It's nonsense. It's like work. <laughs> it's like a job. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a job. I'm like, I don't. There's people that play it. I'm it. telling you, I know people that put in, you know, 40 hours a week into fucking into these, you know, individual games. Can you imagine? Like, dude. One of those people is the, the one you see in the mirror every day. <laughs> I, do, I don't play that much. Do I? Do I play 40 hours a week? I don't I'd know about 40 hours a week, but. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it'll be interesting. I, I can't wait to fire up Destiny and, and get ignored by all the cool kids in GRG. So I'll be at the, uh, I'll be at the dunce's table. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ruin their time. They'll be mad when I'm in there playing. Um, all right. Cool. So, yeah, we'll be playing that this week. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah, I, exciting. I, I, I'm looking forward to it because I've. I've hit a point, like, I, I thought Halo was going to be better. It, it's not. It doesn't have the content it needs. Battlefield just was not it. Like, it just, it needs a lot of work. <laughs> it needs a lot of work. No one's playing Battlefield. And I kind of hit my limit with Call of Duty. I'll still play Call of Duty. I'll still play Warzone throughout the week. But I need something to break up the week. Yeah, I think, you know, we can get, I mean, when Iron Banner drops, you know, get our groups together because we've been, you know, staying with it. So I think with, you know, I know there's some people coming back, be able to get our big groups going on Wednesdays and that kind of shit. Obviously, probably not this Wednesday because it's, you know, probably the first night people are getting into the content. But over the season, I imagine we can definitely make that a thing. So I saw also they will bump me up in light class. That means my... Mm -hmm. uh, orphaned warlock that i built and and, and put in a corner he'll be at, at, at starting every single player now that's a good point though like if you haven't played in a while one of the things that's like grindy or people avoid it is because they're like oh my gosh i have to do so much catching up and even when they and in the past when they've bumped you up they haven't bumped you up all the way literally they're they're we're my cap right now is 1330 so they're gonna there's somebody that hasn't played in forever is going to start at the same light as me at 1350. Um, so that's a good point. Absolutely. What's max light or what would be like the, it, it's going to be 1560. It's going to be the yeah. max base light. You're going to earn a good bit through campaign and stuff. And Oh and, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean yeah. the, the campaign, if we do it, uh, there's a legendary campaign, which is kind of cool this time. So it makes it like, it, like nightfall level campaign if we want to. Um, and if you do that and you're successful in finishing it, it'll drop 1520. So it'll bring you from 1350 all the way to 1520. So it'll take some of that uh, light grind, you know, out of the picture if you're able to finish this legendary campaign. Now, can you do that legendary campaign as co-op? Yes, of course. So that might make it a little bit bearable. I mean, I can imagine like this solo, I'd probably be. Oh, no, no, it's not. I mean, I don't. It it's not designed to be that you could, I mean, I'm sure that somebody's crazy enough to do it, but it's like doing a nightfall. You don't want to do nightfalls by yourself. You wouldn't want to do that. You wouldn't want to do that. There's, there's almost no upside to grinding that shit out solo other than unless you want to make a video of it and show your friends. Um, but yeah, no, it's designed to be, you know, take our GRG people in there. And I think that's what we're kind of looking to do is line up with some people and try to finish this legendary version to get the high level gear. And, you know, that's, I think that we're, we're all trying to, to do that all right cool cool all right so that's what we uh be playing this week yeah moving along we'll get into our tv and movie section 
First up, there's been some news on the upcoming Fallout live-action TV show. Amazon has, It's an Amazon show, and they have casted Walton Goggins, and I really always want to say Walter, um, as one of the main stars for the show. Uh, there is no other details other than they cast, you know, he was cast for the one part. He's a great actor. He's been in like Justified, The Shield, a whole bunch of other things. We're just all in- invincible. He's the uh, the government agent, uh, Cecil. That'd be interesting. I don't know anything about Fallout, though. This I know this is Grex's thing. Uh, also, another game is going to be made into a movie. Netflix and Take Two are partnering partnering together to make a live action Bioshock movie. That was just announced. No other details other than they're looking at making it, maybe start filming it relatively soon. Did any of you guys play Bioshock at all? This is not a title I played. Uh, I Yeah, I did. Are you a big I fan played, of it? Let's see. I loved the first one. The second one, still good. Not as great as the first one, but absolutely. Yeah, it's a great fucking game. Yeah, I didn't I didn't play it, but I kind of followed the story. Um gosh, isn't that on like the Xbox? It wasn't wasn't even like 360? Yeah. That is correct. I think it was original Xbox died oh, at geez. the time. So it goes back a ways. We're going back ten years. Oh, how to go three sixty. We went to the Xbox One after that. Probably the three sixty. I don't know. Yeah, it I'm pretty been, sure it started on three sixty. Is it three sixty? It just I guess time warps on me a little bit, but it is a ways yeah, back. You're getting old. Well, <laughs> You know, what's good is you're Forgetful. all older. Are you, are you, yeah. <laughs> but I'm MLG and you very youthful. Very oh, youthful. I'm not out yelling at clouds yet. Not yet. Get off my lawn. <laughs> uh, Don't park in the driveway. But Don't drive on the park. pavement. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually... I, I hope they don't fuck it up. Because Bioshock, the first one, had a very amazing story i mean it really grabbed you it's a it's a whole world building thing like this yeah. underwater bullshit bullshit you play space ninja pirate well, shooter oh. don't even start with your bullshit well i'm just saying it's pretty it's it's pretty out there but it's it's good it's well done it's just oh yeah you know it's weird but it's cool weird yes the only uh thing you have to worry about is it's a netflix show so yeah you never i know, know. <laughs> i saw that right, and i was right. like it was funny because i saw a quote earlier it's like netflix is one of the most cutting edge and forward-thinking companies to produce shows i'm like yeah they cut every fucking show they make because why they don't even give a good reason they just do it so well, this will be I'm just a movie that. so it's not like they you know it won't be a season like a series where They'll, they'll do like an episode, a season, and then they'll kill it after the first season because they're, they're known to do that. They, they cut real fast. The, you know, if, if you're betting on a show, if Amazon does it, I'll bet that it's going to be good. I won't bet on a Netflix show because Absolutely. you never know. I agree right? with that 100%. You never know. But so far, Amazon's been knocking out of the park as far as if they choose to do it, they to do it pretty well. Netflix thinks I'm Korean because it keeps suggesting Korean stuff ever since I watched Squid Games. <laughs> it's been Squid I've watched Games. <laughs> Squid That's Games. Awesome. Um, there was another one. There's another one similar to Squid Games. I can't think of the name of it that I watched. Oh, it's the it, one it, where they're like a bunch of teenagers and the, like zombies or something like that. No, that, that that one as well. We are all dead. I recommended yes. that. I watched yep. that. 
But there was another one that was like, it was similar to Squid Games. Yeah, I did watch it. I don't know why. Uh, I was stupid. So now like Netflix thinks I'm fully Korean. (laughs) It's all it recommends is like Korean movies uh, or TV shows. Well, Squid Game was good. That was a great one. I think Squid Game is is a, but I think that's going to be an outlier. They may, if they make a sequel to it or whatever, that's going to be a, like, that's a, you know, they struck gold. Hopefully yeah. they don't go back to the, you know, and try to, you know, get more on it. Oh, uh, yeah. It just, it, it, it worked. It's a one and done. You do the sequel, it'll never be as good. Well, they're doing the sequel, but yeah. And, no, they are, but it, it yeah. won't be. It won't be as good. No. But I, I, it's amazing. Netflix puts out some really good stuff, but also like, you know, dog shit. So <laughs> a lot of its content that comes to, to Netflix would be uh, what, what used to be when you went to Walmart and it was straight to DVD, like the movies you get, like the big bin straight to DVD. That's, that's what Netflix is now. They're straight to DVD, straight to Netflix. It's not good enough to be in a main movie theater, but hey, Netflix needs content. So we'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. But there's some of the stuff that they do is, is good though. Like you never like, unfortunately you can't just automatically discount it but there's times i'm like get into this thing and i'm like oh okay mm-hmm. there was the one that's based on um a tv show it's animated it was really good it's not apex and it's not overwatch what's the other pvp um only game oh that- it's not is it league of legends it's league of legends league of legends yeah, that one was, that was good, really good. Yeah. that one was good and it was netflix so how do you like you never know um on netflix until you get into it and then you're like oh now i know i wish i didn't <laughs> but now i know all right uh, finally we're gonna to wrap up peacemaker season one we just wrapped up this week episode was it seven or eight seven or eight yeah i think it actually did a full eight did it do eight some of these are only do doing it. seven yet yeah i think it only did seven too but maybe i'm wrong i i don't know i I'm old and confused, but not as confused as Valiant is. He's more older and confused than I am. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 Once again, I really like this show. And I think maybe this is a type of superhero shows or movies I like. Like, I loved Thor Ragnarok. It was probably one of my more favorite Marvel movies. Just because there's a lot of comedy in it. There was, you know, it was, it was easy to watch movie. It was well done, I thought. And same with Peacemaker. I mean... Very light, very funny, and even though it was a rated R type of humor, but I enjoyed it. Eight. It's Cower Never was the last one. Cower Never. Okay. Yes, because right? it was the yeah. The mm-hmm. cow, right? Yeah. So yeah, I I watched it all. Um Grim, did you see it all? Or I mean, I guess we should care about our audience too, but <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> like, care about anyone. What are you thinking? Lala's here. I no. uh yeah, I liked it. I think that it's weird because I was not going to watch it until Lala said, oh, it's good. And I was like, oh, I just his character went in um, the uh, Suicide Squad movie, the, you know, the soft reboot there. I was like, I didn't like him. I just I, he felt icky the whole time. And I guess that's kind of what they were going for is like that cringy character the whole time. Mm-hmm. And in a way, he's redeemed. But in a way, he's still that fucking cringy fuck right at the end. And I'm like okay all right <laughs> i mean i mean i get it when you realize that's the character they're trying to portray i think you would like him a lot more when you understand that's what they were going for was peacemaker is kind of a douche even if you understand him he's like a douche and he's mm-hmm. clueless that he's a douche mm-hmm. yeah he, he thinks he is <laughs> he is a megalomaniac 
He thinks he's yeah. the greatest of all times without realizing he's a douche. Well, like one of his things that he does is he like every single other DC character. Oh, you know, Aquaman, he like he bangs dolphins. Mm-hmm. Right. Like every time. <laughs> and uh, or uh, he'll say, oh, you know, Batman, he's got herpes or, you know, whatever. And uh, every single one, he's got something about them. And uh, it's just you're right. It's it's his ego. He can't let anybody else have a thing. He's got to be like somehow one up them or put them down or whatever. And that's just his way of being okay. But again, again, you know, his story, his dad's a like a white supremacist and like hated him his whole life. And that it it helps understand that. But damn, I still like I don't think he's a bad guy. He's just not a good guy. No. And like I said, in, like I think in previous podcasts was like Peacemaker and Vigilante, they are the superhero versions of Beavis and Butthead. That's really yeah. what they are. They, they're out in the woods blowing shit up and they're acting like douchebags. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's just. It's true. I love, Vigilante was so funny in that show. He was such a dork and, and so goofy, but he, you know, he loved going out and killing people. He thought it was fun. He just was so, he was great. It was, it was a it was just a fun show, and it was what it was. I didn't take it for anything more than just being like a comedy, and you know, it didn't really matter who they fought. I don't think the last episode was. It was definitely not the best one, um, but it was it was good. It was the series itself? It's well worth the watch. I look forward to season two. It's already been picked up for a second season. So, and there was a great cameo at the end of yes. at the end of the episode. Don't, don't say what it is, but no. it was really good. It was really good. And, and it surprised me when they did the thing, and I'm like, oh, there's going to, you know, there's going to show some silhouettes or something. And I'm like, oh, no, look at that. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was pretty good. And the, uh, what's the blonde chick's name? I forget. She's hot. Ooh, uh, hardcore or? Uh, yeah, hard, hardcore. Hard, yeah, hard, basically I, hardcore, right? Yeah. Like she is, I think her uh, name is supposed to be a, a play on that. Yeah, I think that, that she's. <laughs> Yeah, she's also written to be fairly hot too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just like her attitude. I'm sure that if like you, you know, hung out with her, she can't be as as hot as she's written to be. But yeah, she's also you know not bad on the eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's probably one of my favorite superheroes things that's come out for a while. Even though I like the, the the funny stuff, I will say I am so looking forward to the new Batman movie. I am mm-hmm. so excited for that one. Which is you know what weird. I just you know. I think you have infected me, your look at things. So I'm like, I can't, I I don't get excited about superhero movies anymore. I am all wait and see on everything. There's nothing <laughs> that I see coming out that I can be excited about anymore. Because I just, everything, they fuck it all up, man. I don't know. Yeah. I've got, I, I wonder if like, if our kids think the same way or if just because we're old and we've seen so many good things over our lives that everything is like not as now, good in comparison. I will but. tell you for a fact, uh, they don't. At least my oldest is kind of uh, clued in with this stuff. In fact, we were he was home this weekend um, to come home and do laundry and stuff like that. But he uh, he just watched the, the, the uh, season finale of Boba Fett and hated it, just like me. We're just not, we like, they totally screwed that whole show up. Boba Fett should have been the coolest thing in the world, and I thought the series was whatever. Um, so to to cleanse his palate per se, he watched one of his favorite movie. His favorite movie is The Return of the Jedi. He loves the original Star Wars movies, 
maybe what's it the uh i forget which episode of the prequels he likes but uh return of the jedi is his favorite movie and he was just blown away he's like why can't they make star wars movies like this like why can't they you know and he, he just gets mad at, at all the, the goofiness and the silliness even like they were home for christmas break they never seen die hard so i'm like oh we gotta watch it's a christmas movie <laughs> so we put on yeah. Die Hard, and they loved it. I mean, of course, there was some cheesy 80s nonsense in there. But for the most part, they really enjoyed the movie. They thought it was it was great. And the so movies today just are us. just a train. Yeah, it's so. It, so is other. I mean, so why is it? Why I don't get is it because they're they're afraid of things being memeable. So they try to make things that are safe. Or- well, they're trying to do like I don't want to. I, I want to well, can you say the word woke. I don't know. I think that might be a problem. I think they don't really design movies to tell a story. It's more of creating set pieces. So, okay, we want to have, you know, our superhero fly into a plane and fight this big giant monster spider. And they don't care how they get from point A to point B. They just want that fight to happen. So you just go there and it's mindless violence mindless action and there's no sort of story plot to take you from point a to point b um like you see that with star trek discovery where it's just it's just they're on a like a race they're they're like a sprint to get to the next bullshit session of some goofy action and it nothing matters hollywood can't tell proper stories anymore they need to do it's all special effects and fast-paced action scenes it's true. I mean, a lot of the series and whatever don't, but there's occasionally some ones that I like the series way of telling a story, kind of like what we had with the Peacemaker and Reacher and whatever. I think that's going to be a better way to tell a story than a two hour movie. But certainly, um, I think it's even better than the 24 episode kind of thing. Yeah. So that that is a new entry into the market. And I think that's a good way to tell a good story. I don't think that many stories, many um, makers, filmmakers have really gone there. And I think maybe that's where our our opportunity for growth in the area is. It's like write something that's going to be, you know, seven hours of content, not 40, not two, and not try to be a freaking rocket ride, right? Like Discovery. Watch your pacing, but say it's a seven hour story arc. That's it. And I think. They could do it. I just, you know, it's very few that we've seen do this yeah. thing. Yeah, like you I mean, look at all the Marvel movies; they were terrible. Ah, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know, I know you. I, I don't, I don't think they I'm were, just trolling you. I like to I troll know, you. I know, I know I like but to troll. you're biting. You're biting. I know, so I know, easy. I know. But, easy. but here's the thing: the I think Mando was good. I think the Mandalorian was good. I just don't think Boba Fett was, and the best part of Boba Fett was the episode and a half that he wasn't in it. I thought Mandalorian was okay. I had some issues with that. I think the the dumbest thing is to get that actor and not take the fucking helmet off. It's like, well, like you got to I mean, sometimes break I, I, the lore. I don't fucking care about the lore. You're, you, and only stop. that, it's, but like it wasn't, it wasn't a lore until this series. Like they made yeah. it the lore in this series. I don't know why it had to be it's that way, but dumb. now it is. In fact, so you know there. what? Halo's not doing it. The Halo show. They're, they're going to show the helmet it. off. Yeah. Oh, the helmet's coming off. You're going to see Porn yep. Stash, you know, the guy who played uh, Porn <laughs> Stash in Orange is New Black. He's they're Master Chief. Black, yeah. you'll, you'll see him. And um, so that's good. And, and I'll write of, it out. Like, you, 
you, you mentioned like uh, Reacher. Uh, I think Solus watched it the fastest. How yeah. many days did it take you to burn through the Reacher, Solus? Uh, one. <laughs> there you go. I mean, Lala and I were each two days. We did it over I, two days. I did it two days. I four hour sessions. You just banged it out. <laughs> no, I I started it and. I straight up did not stop. I fucking loved it, <laughs> which it, it was funny because when I first the very first episode and it starts, I'm like, he's kind of got a weird expression on his face. I don't know if I'm going to like this. It kind of looks like he's an idiot in this. And like, I was like, you know what? I don't know. But then I kept going and it just kept going. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to get any sleep, am I? <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. I I had I had to turn it off, and I'm like, all right, well, it's a Friday, and it's like after I watch a little bit before Destiny, a little bit before, after Destiny, and then on Saturday I got up and I watched it, and I'm like, dude. So it, I wouldn't say looking back at it that it was the greatest show ever, but it sucked me in. I had no reason or no interest in stopping watching it. So whatever crack that uh, Amazon is putting in their shows, they got to keep doing that. I just got to say a big F you to Gunny. And since we're talking about <laughs> binge watching shows, um, he mentioned he's always talked about like in Yellowstone, the Kevin <laughs> Costner show. And so I, I didn't have anything to watch. I'm like, you know, I'm going to download uh, season one. I'm going to watch season one. And next thing you know, and in, in within a week, I've watched all four seasons. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had a problem. <laughs> but the, the character Beth uh, the, the the sister, she is like my idol. She is like the pure purebred Grumpkin. She is awesome. There's scenes in, in there with her, and I'm just like, damn, <laughs> she is rough. Oh right, I'm getting 1883 and Yellowstone mixed up. You're talking about the current one, the current season stuff, not the prequel stuff. Because I'm like, there's yes, only one season, yes. 1883, but no, it's Yellowstone. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to mess around one. with 1883. I don't think I care that much. I I, I was watching the newer stuff. Yeah. I am in like holding off on it because I'm like, if I get into it, then I'll be watching it. And it's still dropping. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. Well, if you're it. looking for a, a show to watch with the wife, you know, she probably enjoy it as well. You know, dude, you- I got something dropping into my life tomorrow and I don't, I want to, all my TV shut is done <laughs> as of today. Canceling Netflix and, I, and I can, all the I other probably, I could probably save, um, you know, at least a hundred bucks by just canceling everything for like a month. At least. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, I, I think we kind of got everything out of our systems for this episode. I want to thank you guys for being on. Thank you, Valiant. And thank you, Grim. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for uh, for having me to, uh, you know, talk you off about Destiny shit. Well, we needed our Destiny expert. That's for sure. Sure, sure. Three in a row. And then you probably won't see me for a while. There you go. <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll see you in game. So, Well, there's that, yeah. yeah. As always, I'd like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.grimrippergamers.com or to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com, spell out the D-O-T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. See you. Later.